When productivity meets party with your girl, Party Perry, are you ready to turn, 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 turn up your happiness, turn up your success and everything in between. Learn how to have fun while getting all your stuff done. Grab the red solo cup and a pen because we are about to party. What is up, party squad? How are you feeling today? Happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to. I hope it's the happiest day of your life. Today, I have AJ Hollywood on the podcast. He has his own podcast called the Raver Circle Podcast. I was on it a couple weeks ago. Go check it out. I'll have it in the description box and follow him and all his amazingness. All the podcast interviews are amazing, but I had to bring him on. We had such a good time on his podcast. I was like, hold up wait aj please come on mine in today's episode we talk about the podcast life working a nine to five and still having the drive and passion to work on your passion project we talk about why minorities voices need to be heard and why we're important and how it's important for us to share our story to inspire other people He's also a black raver and we talk about too, just being kind of stereotype of, oh my goodness, like you listen to EDM, but you're black. So we talk about being a minority in the rave scene, which is so crazy to say because black gay men created dance music. I actually have an episode, I believe it's 44, the EDM roots, um, black roots of EDM, something like that. But it's just so crazy how sometimes we still feel like we don't belong in a culture and society community, you know, that we created. And I think that kind of goes beyond the rave scene. I feel like there's a lot of black masterpieces, black art that kind of gets overlooked. And then just we'd become the minority instead of the majority because we created that community. It is a good episode. It's a good one. Before we get into it, I just have my announcements, my see chug, send a chug, and my party foul moment of the week. So I have my journal prompts. I have, I decided to make it 22, 22 journal prompts that will change your fucking life, that will transform everything, your mindset, your love life, your money habits, you literally being independent and you doing the goddamn thing and you having the choice. So it's free. <laughs> Go to the description box. At first it was 20 and I was like, let me do 22 because 222 was my angel number. I'm not writing 222 journal prompts, but I could do 22 for you. So, and also 222 means that you're in the right place at the right time. So yes, so download the journal prompts. It's in the description box. Also to my content creator paid influencer courses and classes is open forever. So if you want to grow your Instagram, if you want to learn about personal branding, how to create high quality content, I literally teach you how I edit my photos, how I create amazing reels. I have a reel guys that has like 8,000 likes. It's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. But I teach you how to not only create high quality content, but for you to love your content, to have fun on Instagram, and for you to truly build a community, either you being a minority voice because your voice needs to be heard, and you just speaking up, and you having the confidence to inspire and to motivate people. So yes, go ahead, check that out. It's in the description box. My see a chug, send a chug is, we are three weeks ahead on this podcast. This is, today is June 26. This is my first time recording the intro right after interview. I'm like, okay, who is she? Who is she being really productive this weekend? So yeah, feel good about it. My party foul. So 
I, my website, I have two websites. I have one on Wix, which is partyperry.com. And then I have one on Podia, which is partyperry.podia.com. And that one, the Podia is where I'm hosting my course, all my classes, like everything's on there. You get instant access, like the format to actually host all my live recordings. My videos is so much easier with Podia. And so I've been trying to switch my domain name and it's been the most difficult thing. I like literally tried to do it this morning. I got so angry, so frustrated. So just life as an entrepreneur, trying to switch domain names to like another website host is kind of hard, kind of complicated, kind of wanted to fight someone today. Well, that's my party foul. I just wanted to share that what's going behind the scenes, trying to switch a domain, something I never thought I was going to do. No one taught me this in school. So we are figuring it out. I wanted to share this to inspire you to take your leap if it's becoming a content creator or starting your own business or you telling your parents like, no, I don't want to go to med school. I don't want to be a lawyer. I want to major in like arts, whatever it is to just let you know that things are going to come in your way. There are going to be obstacles. There are going to be roadblocks, but those roadblocks don't have to stop you. I think roadblocks is just like traffic, you know, construction. You can still get to point A to B, wherever you're gonna do, like you put in your Google Maps, and let's say that you hit traffic. You don't turn around and go back home. (laughs) You sit in the traffic, or maybe you make a left, make a right, and go a different way. You figure it out. And that's just like the same thing with life and all your goals is don't let a roadblock, don't let construction, don't let an accident that happened make you go back home. Remember why you're going to point B and keep on going. You got this. All right, let's get into the episode. What is up, party squad? I am so excited to have AJ from the River Circle podcast on this podcast today. I was on his podcast and I had such a great time just hanging out with him. And I'm so glad to have another guy on the podcast. So AJ, welcome. How's it going? I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, of course. I'm super excited because I feel like I really don't know too much about you. So if you could tell the audience, tell me who you are and what do you do? Of course. So for the audience, my name is AJ Hollywood. Um, I go by AJ for short. Um, I am a podcaster myself. The name of my podcast is the Raver Circle Podcast. And I wanted to start a podcast for the rave scene because I love it with all of my heart. It's my escape and Um, it's something that, um, I've founded and have been a part of for well over a decade now. So, um, yeah, we talk about all of the latest and greatest happening in the rave scene, all of the latest news, like what upcoming events are happening, music releases, so on and so forth. We also do artist interviews and just everything in between, but, um, yeah, that's a little bit about myself. I am a avid and hardcore raver. I'm at a rave almost every week. Um, So that's what I like to do in my spare time. And um, yeah, I just love music. I love music. I love raving. And um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I love that. I think music is just so beautiful how it brings like everyone together. When did you start your podcast? You know, what's funny, I actually started it two years ago. So it was like during the pandemic. And Um, I actually got the idea from um, sitting at a resort villa 
and Orlando, because there is this, um, for those that don't know, there's this big music festival called Electric Daisy Carnival. It is literally the biggest dance music festival in North America. And so um, I got the idea um, sitting with a group of friends and, you know, like we always do talking about music, you know, talking about our favorite artists and what events that we want to go to in the near future. And the idea just like randomly popped in my head, like literally out of nowhere. I was like, you know what? I always talk about this. You know, I always talk about like all of the trending things that are going on in the rave scene, all of the new music coming out. And I do it in such a manner to where like, it feels like I should have some type of platform to do it on. And so the idea came about, I really want to start a podcast. Like there's many podcasts out there. And specifically, there's a lot of music podcasts out there and like different genres of music. But I noticed there wasn't really a strong like niche for the uh, rave scene. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast um, touching on everything going on in the electronic dance music scene. And so I decided to start the Raver Circle podcast. I randomly thought of the name as well because I was like, dang, I got to come up with a name. And me and a friend, we brainstormed and just, you know, came together, put some thoughts behind it. And uh, next thing you know, summer of 2020, we officially launched it. Nice. That's amazing. How long did, I guess, it took you from like having the idea in your head to actually creating? Because I know a lot of people, they want to do YouTube or a podcast, but something is holding you back. Was there anything in your way or were you like, let's just fucking do it. Let's go. Um, I would say the only thing that like was in my way at the time was um, somewhat the logistics side of things like acquiring um, studio space. And you don't have to like do it in studio space. You can do it in the comfort of your own home. Um, but, you know, getting a webcam or a camera for my podcast you know, getting the like necessary and needed equipment to be able to do it. So I think it was the logistical side of things. But from day one, I kind of had the plan laid out what I wanted to talk about, you know, what the premise of the podcast would be about. And I just kind of had the plan laid out in my brain the entire time. It was just the logistics of it. Yeah, I was the same way. Like once I finally decided I wanted to start a podcast, I was like, we're doing it, you know, watch some YouTube videos, figured out what microphone and all that good stuff to use. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to record my first episode. I'm just going to drop it. <laughs> yeah. Look, look I, at where you're at right now. I know, right? It's so crazy. And I can't believe you've been doing it for two years. It's such like, I love podcasting. Why do you love podcasting? I love podcasting because I get a joy from hearing different perspectives from interesting people. Like when I am, you know, watching some of my favorite podcasts and, you know, a certain artist is being interviewed or a certain entrepreneur is being interviewed or a athlete or a fashion designer or whoever it may be. It can be anyone that's influential that I take interest in. Um, I think it's so cool to like hear things that you normally don't hear about this person, you know, it's sort of the like the behind the scenes type of stuff or, you know, kind of, you know, their origin of how they got to become who they are. I think that's fascinating to me because everyone has a story. 
And I think if you are able to share your story with story with the masses, I think that's such a great thing because people want to know the background about who they're invested in. Like I mentioned, whether it's your favorite, you know, musician, athlete, celebrity, um, whoever it may be, it can be, you know, a famous doctor or a lawyer, or, you know, if you find someone that's really influential in your life and, you know, you just dissect, you know, how they got to where they're at in life. I think that's such a, a fascinating thing to me. Yeah, hundred percent. They say like success leaves clues. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know before we started recording this, you're talking about just how busy you are and your gigs. Do you mind talking about it? What do you do? What's like your daily, like nine to five job? So I, my life is very interesting. So um, I currently work in uh, human resources um, for a medical company. And so like my background has been in human resources for the last, let's say 11 years. Um, but um, that's what I do. That's kind of my nine to five is, you know, being um, in HR um, for, you know, medical and healthcare companies. And so, you know, that's something that I've just kind of been doing, you know, it's something that isn't my end all be all as far as like what I want as a career, but it's what I'm doing currently. Yeah, I kind of we share a similar story. So I have my degree in healthcare administration, and I wanted to be a director or manager of like human resources in like healthcare field. Yeah, that's awesome. But I don't know the coronavirus, I realized I didn't love healthcare as much as I thought I would love it. Do you still have the passion for healthcare even after the craziness in the world? Um, somewhat. Um, I, I, I have found during the times of COVID, you know, with the pandemic that um, a lot of healthcare workers um, have been, you know, underappreciated. They have been appreciated as they should, you know, there's, you know, there's been so many, you know, doctors and nurses that have worked endless hours, you know, over the last course of the past two years, you know, that have had to deal with people's loved ones passing away, working overtime, you know, some people not necessarily getting quote unquote hazardous pay, you know, during, you know, the height of COVID. So, um, I still love the uh, the career field. I still love that type of uh, industry, but it is a little daunting. Um, even, you know, the office workers, you know, processing paperwork and, you know, the billing side of things, the medical, like people, like insurance coverage, you know, like it, you, I found that it's been very daunting over the last couple of years. But um, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you have love for the industry and what you do, but you also like, there's just that, you know, feeling of, wow, this definitely can take a toll on you. Yeah, hundred percent. How do you make time for the podcast and all the other things you do while working like a typical nine to five? I honestly don't know how I do it. I just, you know, it's kind of my thing. Like I come home from work and I um, immediately hop on my computer. And like, I just, you know, I scroll the timeline. And 
What's so weird is that I'm not a huge social media person um, as far as like engagement, but I am a social media person as far as like um, scanning the timeline, viewing what's out there, seeing what's going on, what's hot right now, what's trending right now. And, you know, a lot of my week is, you know, searching, asking around, um, investigating, and just going on the timelines, even going, you know, down the rabbit hole, like searching through the Reddit forums and stuff like that, and just saying like, okay, what am I going to talk about this week on the podcast? Oh, so-and-so is releasing a new album, or, oh, this, this festival is happening this week, that festival is happening this week. Oh, so-and-so got into legal trouble. Like, so that's a good chunk of my week when I'm not working is preparing topics to talk about for the podcast and um, doing that for the most part. Yeah, I was the same way. I now have like another like nine to five. I work for Relita Couture now. And so it's like, I don't really know how I do it either. I think it's just like that drive and passion, like knowing you want to do something else and you just like get home and you're like, I'm ready to get into it. It's just like so much fun once you find something that you truly love. Exactly. I agree. And, you know, sometimes like you might not even want to do it, but, you know, you just like you mentioned, you just have that drive and passion to just say, I'm going to do it. I enjoy doing this. So, you know, I'm going to get to it because, you know, this is kind of my escape. This is what I, you know, enjoy doing. Yeah, 100%. I'm like so thankful that you invited me on my podcast. And I love that you're also like a Black raver. I think there needs to be more minorities speaking their voice and their story and sharing their opinions and being loud and all crazy. Why is it important to share minority voices and stories? Because we provide a different perspective on things that might educate someone that's not a minority. Um, it, you know, creates engaging conversations and it creates understanding because I think it's important to, you know, be educated on a, you know, ethnic background, race, culture that you don't understand because it's so easy to pass judgment. It's so easy to you know, make up these things in your head when you don't even know this individual. And it's so easy to just stereotype, you know, minorities based off of what you see on television and in film, on social media. It's so easy to be, you know, polluted with these things, but it's very important to educate yourself and know this person's history, know their background, and, you know, have an understanding, you know, of, you know, minorities in general. Yeah, 100%. I love it. Just like the understanding because we are so programmed with like things that we see in TV, like music, you know, movies. Exactly. And so we kind of have this perspective of how someone should act or how someone should behave. But I think as humans, like we all act behave differently like of course you know there's like bad seeds like you know there's always going to be like that one person who you know might be the you know stereotype but yeah. I definitely think you know there is more than that like we are all humans we all like are making mistakes we're all growing I know we talked about on your podcast how being black and being told like we're whitewashed and like all you know just not acting black can you share your experience with that? 
yeah, like even to this day, like I still kind of like face those stereotypes whenever I go to a rave, um, when I'm going to any of these venues in downtown Denver, which is where I reside currently, um, not in downtown, but in Denver in general. Um, but, you know, whenever I go to a venue downtown Denver, you know, sometimes you'll get those looks or sometimes you don't feel like as welcomed. Like in my experience in the past, like, you know, I used to go to raves alone. Like I didn't even have like a group of friends that I went with. And um, it was tough finding, you know, A, um, other minorities that were ravers at the time, but B, just, you know, people in general to go to raves with. Um, and I'm thankful for the people that I have in my life currently that, you know, I'm very good friends with and we go to raves together. But um, I just remember times of like going to, a lot of these venues and like I would just get the dirtiest of looks and it's so disheartening it's so disheartening like I would I would even go as far as say and I know this is going to sound so weird but I will even go as far as saying like it's an abusive relationship it's like you are in love you know with with this thing so much you know and you're so passionate about this this entity but you know it doesn't reciprocate that same love like it beats you down it tears you apart it just you know really 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 destroys you both you know mentally and emotionally but you still go back to it because you love it and that's how I feel about the rave scene like I love it so much I love you know, peace, love, unity, and respect, you know, the slogan, like, plur, what it stands for. I love that. And I love, you know, the camaraderie with ravers and, you know, them having a good time, dancing with each other, trading candy, um, having the time of their life and developing, you know, these bonds that are just, you know, long lasting. But, you know, it sucks sometimes because I do face um, a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of weird um, vibes when I'm attending these events, um, especially being in a place like Colorado, for example, um, whereas the minority population is not, you know, as high as, you know, say like a California or Florida or some of these other larger cities in the U.S. So um, you do kind of, you know, get those looks sometimes and you know feel like you don't belong but I mean it's one of those things where I keep going back to it because at the end of the day it's somewhere I feel like it feels home away from home when I'm at a rave seeing my favorite artists I'm not thinking about my nine to five I'm not thinking about um family issues I'm not thinking about health issues I'm not thinking about anything on the outside in that present state i'm thinking about my favorite artists my favorite type of music and i'm just living in the do you want to take control of your life are you feeling overwhelmed and stressed like you just have so much anxiety and honestly feel stuck like you know you need to change but you just don't know how like no matter what you do you just can't get it together. If this is you, I would love to invite you to a free coaching call with me. Let's figure out what's holding you back, 
create a solution and solve for your problem. There is a link in the description box for you to schedule your free personalized coaching call with me. So go ahead, schedule, and I will see you then. All right, party squad, let's get back into this episode. That was so beautiful. I totally agree with that analogy metaphor of just, you know, being in like an abusive relationship, like you love it so much and you want like the scene to care about you. And then, you know, you're trying so much to like build a platform to have your voice heard. And just seems like everything that you do is just like not good enough, or you just like really can't get your message out there. And then like with 2020 and Black Lives Matter, I saw a lot of companies, you know, supporting minorities and I'm seeing it now going to like rave pages and like festival brands. It's like, oh, like all I see is like Caucasian people now. Like I don't see any like minorities anymore. And then you can kind of just, it kind of feels like you're being used in a way to make them look like they're diverse as like a marketing campaign instead of them really, really being for the movement. Right. Because even, you know, to piggyback off of you, Perry, you know, like we were seeing a lot of, you know, people, you know, going to the Black Lives Matter protests and putting hashtag BLM in their bios on social media and doing the whole blackout thing for a day, putting the black square on their social media pages. But, you know, for me, it's the continuation. It's the it's the action and the intent behind what you do. I mean, that's all fun and fun and dandy. Like, I appreciate it so much. But, you know, we need to make it the norm to support, you know, black lives, not just whenever a black life is taken, whenever there's racism going on, um, whenever, you know, we're being discriminated against. It should be the norm that Black lives are being supported in each and every space, you know, not just in the rave scene, but, you know, it can be in country music, it can be in rock music, it can be in anything, because now more than ever, we're in these different spaces. We're not, you know, just in the typical urban spaces, like we're in everything now, and I think representation is absolutely important um, because like I mentioned, you know, we're, you know, we're everywhere. And I think, you know, our voices deserve to be heard. Yeah, 100%. It's like with the country music. I remember when little Nas, you know, when he had his country hit and people yeah. realized he was black, like people were like so shocked. Like the country community was kind of just like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I like this song, like a black man exactly. is singing the song. And then he came out gay and everyone was like, what is even happening? But just like, just because he's black, gay, like that doesn't mean that he's a bad person. Like he still makes beautiful music. Like he's still a human. It doesn't matter what someone may identify as, like you still have a voice, like you still, your opinion is still valid. Exactly. Absolutely. And I can even go as far as like currently, like if you think about like music festival lineups, you know, where are the, you know, headliners that are minorities, you know, and that includes, you know, Hispanic, that includes Asian, but definitely black. Like where are those like headlining acts on a lot of these music festivals? You know, it's, and I, I think that's an area where we need to, definitely, you know, set our sights on and pay attention to because 
you know, we deserve those opportunities too. You know, you see these flyers to a music festival or a concert and, you know, a lot of these, you know, black artists are like towards the bottom of the freaking flyer. And it's like, you know, we are deserving of those, you know, headlining spots too. Like for the electronic scene, I can name you countless and countless um, black artists that are absolutely killing it right now. You know, you have the likes of a more kismet. Um, you have a hundred drums, you have um, green velvet, who is an absolute legend in mm -hmm. electronic music. You have the Jada G's of the world. You have so many talented, amazing artists that deserve to be heard and deserve to be represented and they should not be held back or you know, marginalized because of the color of their skin. Yeah, 100%. How do you keep on going? Because I see a lot on social media of minorities kind of giving up because their voice isn't being heard due to, you know, not getting paid enough compared to their white counterparts. How do you keep going, even though it feels like the odds are stacked against us? I, I would say, and I'm, I'm going to speak for myself, and I'm also going to, you know, kind of talk to those out there um, who might need these words as well. You know, for me, it's what is your end goal? Because you only have one life to live and your end goal should be your main focus, despite the, you know, adversity that, that you might face, despite the hurdles that you have to overcome. Your end game is so important. It's so important to reach your goals and aspirations. I feel like you should always go for your dreams and do what you love. And despite, you know, all of the attempts to, you know, be marginalized and, you know, not be heard, not be seen, it is still important for you to chase after your dreams and do what you love because you only have one life to live. And the biggest thing about life is when you get older, asking yourself, do I regret not going after what I'm passionate about? And so you have to answer that question for yourself and put things into perspective, realize what's important. And, you know, I, I will tell anyone out there, chase your dreams, no matter what roadblocks are there, because, you know, at the end of the day, this is about you and what you want to do. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do it and always strive to, you know, give it your absolute all. Leave it, leave everything in this world as if you were not to wake up tomorrow. You know, mm -hmm. give it your all and be the absolute best you can be. I love, I wish I could give you some air horns <laughs> right now. That was so beautifully said. And I agree, like go after it. People are going to judge you either way. So you might as well be judged with something that you truly love and you have the desire and like, you know, we only have this one life and you know, make it worth it. I think a lot of us are living other people's stories, either like our parents, like you have to go to med school or like you have to be a right. lawyer and like do all these things. But it's like, no, like, what do you want? Like, what do you want to do? Because at the end of the day, it's your life. It's no one else's. So go after it. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Hmm. I asked this question to all the guests. I'm excited to hear your answer. What does productivity meets party mean to you? How are you able to have fun and get all your stuff done? 
I say to me, productivity meets party is like doing like handling the business side of things, business slash professional side of things. But then also, you know, going out and living the time of your life. You know, the old saying is uh, work hard, play hard. That's what I can apply to your question that you just asked. Work hard, play hard. Do what you have to do um, to be productive in society, to have stability in your life, have a roof over your head, food to eat, clothes to put on your back. But at the same time, you got to have fun. You work hard and then you play hard just as well. Like, and when I mean by play hard, doing the things that you enjoy doing in life, whether it's every Saturday morning, you go on a hike. Every Saturday night, you and some friends go bowling, um, going to the movie theaters, going to a music festival, going to um, a staycation up in the mountains, going to a vacation to the like Bahamas or something. You know, you gotta, you gotta treat yourself. You, it's okay to work yourself, but you gotta treat yourself in the process. Yeah, 100%. I love how just kind of doing anything that makes you happy and makes you excited. You don't have to like go to the club or a festival, you know, to party, but it's like, you know what, if you want to go on the hike or like have brunch with your girlfriends or maybe even just like hang out with your mom or like call her or like, and just realizing that there's more than life than just working hard and like just the money aspect, like we're on this planet to have fun, to enjoy what God, the universe has given us. Yes. Yo, I don't know if you've heard Perry, but Beyonce recently put out a uh a dance music song right what and i didn't know that yeah she recently put one out and so the message in her song like and i'm just summarizing i she did not say this verbatim but it's just something along the lines of don't let your nine to five stress you out do not let it break your soul don't let this you know job or industry that you are in you know, consume you to the point where you're not living your life. And I'm just paraphrasing. She didn't say these words verbatim, but that was pretty much the gist of her new song. And so that's my message to all of you out there that are struggling right now with your nine to five. You have a not so good supervisor. The management sucks. They work you to death, but don't want to increase your wage. They don't want to give you the hours that you want or need. They don't hear you out when you need to be heard. I'm telling you, no nine to five, no job in general. I don't care if it's a nine to five. I don't care if it's a swing shift, an overnight shift, whatever it may be. There is no job, and I repeat, no job on this planet that should make you feel unhappy to the point of depression. Your life is so valuable. You have to live for today because tomorrow is not always promise so that's my message to all of you out there definitely live your life party it up have fun it's summer right now i want people to like go to the the swimming pools go to the beach travel to that city if you got the means to even do a staycation in your city go downtown get you a room for the night um party perry like you mentioned um earlier freaking party with your girlfriends have a brunch you know, brunch date, um, get some mimosas. If you want to go hiking with some friends, like whatever it is, whatever comforts you in life, do it because life is too short. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Like no job is worth it. And I definitely think 
um, you could leave your nine to five. Like you do have a choice. I think a lot of people feel like they are stuck in a job, but you can leave. You can find another job. You know, you could start your own business, your own like platform and like truly build what you are truly passionate and you have the desire for. I know people are going to be like, I just can't leave. You know, it's going to be hard, but it's like, you're already like depressed. Like it's already hard already. So pick the hard that you actually want to do that lights you up. Exactly. And, you know, live it up. Like, if, if, if there's people out there that want to start their own business, start their own business. Um, if there's people out there that are on unemployment right now, collecting unemployment, so what? You know why I don't care about people being on unemployment? Because the government always freaking finds a way to take money from the American people. So why not take money from them? That's just how I feel, but. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I agree yeah. with that. For live sure. your life, you know, do what suits you. As long as you are living a moral life and you're not harming anyone, you're not, you know, causing anyone pain. As long as you're living your life morally, do as you please. Yeah, 100%. This has been such a good conversation. Is there any last minute advice that you would like to share to the party squad? Yes, absolutely. Um, be be nice to one another. You never know what someone is going through. Um, you just never know. And that can be to a friend or a stranger. That could be to a family member, or a colleague, whoever it may be. You know, be kind and be an understanding person because you just never know what's going on behind the scenes. So be kind, one love one another, and be a good person. That's uh, a, a slogan that we've been using recently in the in the rave scene is uh be a good person so yeah 100 percent. it costs zero dollars to be kind to someone absolutely <laughs> yeah drop your socials where can everyone find you and the podcast give us everything you got yes so you can follow the raver circle podcast on all social media platforms or on everything I don't have any personal social media platforms because like I mentioned earlier, I'm not a huge engagement person on social media. I just, you know, search through the timelines for like, you know, all of the latest news and stuff. Um, but yes, follow the Raver Circle podcast. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. We are also on TikTok as well. And if you if any of you ever want to check out the Raver Circle podcast, um, we are on Spotify, Apple, and we're on pr pretty much all of the major streaming platforms. So. Yeah, and I will have everything in the show notes. Thank you so much, AJ Hollywood, for coming on the show. Of course, of course. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you, AJ, for coming on the podcast. Go check out his podcast, The Raver Circle Podcast. I have an interview on there. Tag us in your story. Repost us tag us tell us your biggest like insights and breakthroughs if you enjoyed the podcast please leave a five star review on apple podcast spotify tell a friend do all the amazing things make sure that you follow so you never miss the motherfucking party it's been an honor and a pleasure thank you thank you thank you for spending another week with me party squad you are amazing remember that you are fucking incredible and you deserve a life that you fucking love don't let a job don't let a relationship don't let anything stop you from you truly being you all right i'll see you next week same time same place i love you so much